Hey guys, this is Robert from Limitless Broadcasting. And Sammy. I was getting to you. (laughs) But we wanted to tell you some exciting news. We are going to be at the Indiana Comic Con, March 22nd through the 24th. That's going to be at the Indianapolis or... Indiana Convention Center. In Indianapolis, let's say that. (laughs) So if you were going to the convention, please come over to the Limitless Broadcasting booth Mm -hmm. and say hello. Yeah, I believe it was booth 1710. 1710. Yes, so it's a huge convention. Yeah. One of the... Probably the biggest one I think we've been to. Yeah, this is going to be like Megacon. Yeah, unfortunately, I will not be there in person. Robbie will be there, but he's going to have some uh, fun friends with him. Yes. Including, I believe, from Pixie Dust Twins, Ashley. First con for her. And so if you're there, ask us about Rant Radio, because you can win $1,000 from Limitless Broadcasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very excited about that. And who doesn't love a good rant? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we will, or I guess I should say, Robbie, we'll see you soon at the Indiana Comic Convention. And what days are you going to be there one more time? Uh, we're going to be there the 22nd to the 24th of March. Mm-hmm. So we'll see you guys there soon. We'll see you there. Bye. Bye. The Partner Complex. It's not about black. I don't mean to brag, but I'm the greatest. That's because you never saw me. It's not about white. Raj, meet your new partner. New partner. We ain't partners. We ain't brothers and we ain't friends. We gotta think of a team name. How about the good girls? No, girls just want to have fun. It's going downhill. You know what the difference is between you and me? I make this look good. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Ah uh, man, um, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, cause it's like not there's Home Alone. There's Elf. There's Home Alone Two. There's a uh, Christmas Vacation. There's the Santa Claus. Sammy and I were trying to figure out like which what our uh, favorite Christmas movies would be in. Uh, okay. I got three, and it's for different reasons, different parts of my life. Okay. It's, definitely, it's uh, Yogi Bear's First Christmas. Okay. Jingle All the Way. Oh. Oh, and, yeah. And, and Friday After Next. Okay. Those are probably my three favorite Christmas movies. I like uh, Elf, and I do like Jingle All the Way because I think it's nostalgic. And I think, and I like uh, Christmas Vacation. If I had to pick a fourth, that's tough. Oh man, because I'm not. I like. I'm the kind of guy who like. I'll like look up the Chris. Like I'll look up like on like the 24th or 25th. I'll probably watch like every Christmas episode of like Modern Family or something. Did you see the Marvels? No, nah, not yet. Not not not. I'm not against it. I just haven't had a chance to go to the movie. Like I had to. I had I had some tickets, but I had to use them to go watch Trolls, obviously. Yeah. So, but I haven't gotten to see it yet. I was going to say, it, in Marvel standards, it flopped at the box office, but I wanted to talk to you about it, like what your thoughts were. And it, it had, it, it, it's, it's 100% the studio's fault. It's not about it being women. It's not about it being Captain Marvel. It's not about it being Brie Larson. It is because, number one, it was already physically out in theaters by the time they were allowed to start promoting it. So they didn't get to yes. do friggin' 
uh, hot ones and do car, car karaoke on Jimmy Kimmel or none of that stuff till it was already right. out in theaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, like it was one of those things of self fulfilling prophecy. If if I hear like if, if I'm on the fence about watching something, right, and I got to spend my own money in this terrible economy we're in, and all <laughs> I'm, all, all I'm hearing leading up to it coming out is it's going to be the biggest upset. It's going to be the biggest flop. It's going to be the biggest flop. I'm I'm thinking, oh well, people must have already seen it and saw that it's trash. I'm not going to go watch it. That wasn't how I thought personally, but I can see how that would mess people's heads up. Right. So it was, it was, it was the, the, and the fact that like, I feel like the studios didn't like, I feel like instead of just going like, here's a trailer of the movie, they should have been actively fighting against that narrative of like, Oh, it's going to be the biggest flop in the world. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm like, bro, you don't need the money. Uh, Pay everybody what they're going to get paid. Take a little bit of a financial loss. And if it's going to be that big of a flop, you should have just done it simulcastly in theaters and on Disney Plus. Yeah. No, that I way you go like, why did they do so terrible? Well, you know, have the people watch on Disney Plus. What do you want? What do you want us to do? That way, instead of it just leaving out there to die. Well, I saw Five Nights at Freddy's, right? And, you know, Blumhouse produced that. Mm-hmm. And they released it on Peacock and uh, simultaneously in theaters. And they made their budget back even before the movie was officially released. So some of, sometimes that can be financially beneficial. Well, well okay. No, I, and my argument will be for this will be number one. Uh, like, how about this? Like, okay, if a movie goes on Disney Plus and Disney Plus is in the top three, not counting YouTube, in the top three uh, streaming services in America, right? Uh-huh. That means if, if you're going to watch, let's say, let's say the Marvels on on Disney Plus, you already have Disney Plus. Right. There's no money to be made. Right. Peacock is like number 12 in streaming sites. And I'm, and I'm saying this as a guy who who watches Peacock religiously for really? football and for wrestling. But okay. I'm going to I'm going to say, like, I know a bunch of people who are, that are not on it. I it, like some it, of their movies. I, I like, like, they have some stuff on there. Peacock has uh, uh, the the new show with the Continental. Is that what it, it, like it has some decent shows. My, my argument is that because it had Five Nights at Freddy's and so many people were excited for it, like any it is it, it, like I put like the Marvels isn't going to cause growth on Disney Plus. No, it's not. But but Five Nights at Freddy's will drive subscriptions to Peacock. Absolutely. So there was there, there was more money to be made. You know, it it the well wasn't dry at that point. So I mean, of course, it's gonna make his budget back. Did you like it? Because I heard it was kind of like, eh. oh, I I loved it. It was great from start to finish. They had great character development. They had great story. So so to the Denzel Washington movie. Oh well, that's a nice uh, transition. What did you think of Two Guns? Um, it's a movie that exists. It's a movie that exists. Okay. It, it's 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 a thing. Um, this I, okay, so. I, uh, so I'll, I'll start this before we get into the synopsis of it, because we'll run through a quick rundown of it. I'll give it I'll give it Marvin's three points. OK. All right. Um, positive point. Anytime uh, Denzel Washington and Mark Wahlberg were on screen together, it was the best moments of the movie. I agree. My negative is they were rarely ever on screen together for long periods of time. Right. And my what I'd have done differently is 
Uh, I don't think you needed every branch of government and law enforcement involved in this movie. It made things complicated. Oh, yeah. You had to to remember a lot of initials. Oh, yeah. Um, And I think it feels to me like it might have been two different scripts smashed together. Because even when they're together on screen, I feel like Denzel Washington and, and Mark Wahlberg are in two completely different movies. Okay. Like I feel like I feel like this is like somewhere there's a Denzel Washington movie where he where he starts going undercover and there's a Mark Wahlberg movie where after this he goes and fights the entire naval the, the entire <laughs> navy. Yeah. And I feel like this was the crossover. This was the the this was the Falcon and the Winter Soldier of whatever universe that they're in. Right. So I feel like we got we got the the B of the story, not the A or the C. They had a lot of uh, big actors in this, so they that, did, that's that's what I like. Last I want I want to say real quick before we get into the synopsis too is okay. Can you 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 watch movies as much as I do? All right, name yeah. me the movie that made Mark Wahlberg like a big movie star. Because I can't. I feel I think like it was he fear. It can't be. I think it was that. I because my was I feel like I'm like, okay, I see all these big stars in this movie, and obviously Denzel Washington gets first billing. Nobody's arguing that. And James Marsden's in there and everybody's in this thing. And then it's like Mark Wahlberg. And I'm not not even knocking his acting. I'm just saying, like, I feel like I feel like Mark Wahlberg is a big movie star because he says he's a big movie. Like there's no, there's no that one moment, you know, that one foothold. You go, okay, this guy's that guy. I mean, he was in Contraband. He was in Pain, no, Pain and Gain. That was a good movie. But that I would was, say, was, was it was it star making though? But I would say his first big movie was Fear. And I don't know, man. I mean, he was a model first. He started out as being a model. Wasn't he a rapper first? He was, yeah, okay, yeah. He was a rapper first, and then he went into... Then he was a Calvin Klein model. And then he got into acting. I mean, I, my whole thing is that I feel like I feel like everybody in this movie has, like, that thing that made him, like, obviously, Denzel Washington, you know, has, you know, uh, uh, friggin', um, uh, was it the... Was it... Was the, was the one... What was Denzel uh, Washington's first? This is guys gonna be. I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say something before Training Day and Man on Fire. Okay, but, but at least those two I can say. If nothing else, he he got that foothold if he wasn't already there because he started okay. off as a television sure. star. Um, and I'll say James Marsden. Obviously, the the X Men franchise put him on the map. And so on and so forth. I can't. Um, I can't. I. I don't believe. And and I want you to do. This. I want you to ask Sammy or ask whoever you want to ask after this whole thing's done. Tell me the foothold movie, the movie that made this guy a star. Because I feel like he just like it's like oh yeah, it's Mark Wahlberg. Okay, put him in it. And he's never he's never been that guy. You know, when you look at the cast, uh, James Marsden is like down the list is he's not even towards the top of the list of like it's a, it's a heavy it's a heavy movie for real I, yeah I'm, i mean it's denzel washington mark Wahlberg. those are the first two that's i think this is what carried the movie so i mean uh do you do you want to go over the uh the director and budget and everything i mean i can yeah 
Uh, the director is Blasta Korka. It's the same uh, same director from Contraband directed this. Oh, uh, that's how he got it. So that's how I'm thinking he got this. Uh, it's a Bulgarian or it's a Russian name, so I'm sorry if I botched that. Um, uh, Blake Masters wrote this. So a man apart, bad boys two. He did you just look him up? I'm trying to look see what else he's done or so he's been a part of. But I'm if I had to make a guess, I'm gonna say he's probably uh like a stunt coordinator that turned into a director. Yeah. So the synopsis of the movie is two hardened criminals get into trouble with the U.S. Border Patrol after meeting with a uh, Mexican drug lord, and then revelations start to unfold. So that's the synopsis on IMDb Pro. You got the budget in the box office for it? Yeah, I got, I'm, I got that right now. It's 109 minutes. It came out in 2013. The budget of this movie is $61 million. The gross in just the U.S. and Canada is six or $76 million. And worldwide, it was $132 million. Um, mm. Of course, we know the cast already. Um, my, my main takeaway from at least the first two minutes of this movie is and I've said this for years, and I've written spec scripts, and and I've always, if I said if I ever run into him or meet anybody that runs into him, I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch it. Denzel should do more comedy, and I don't even mean slapstick stuff, but I'd love to see him in like a really dry ensemble, like him, Martin Lawrence, uh, Chris Rock, uh, Mike Mike Epps, like well, like well, like maybe like maybe like something like a, like the whole like um. Maybe something like uh, we play like a crazy uncle or something. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, I need I need him to do some more stuff like that. And this one last thing: this was distributed by Universal Pictures because <laughs> they needed to know that. So just uh, let let people know. Um, so do you think they were on Riggs and Murtaugh level? For Wait, you, 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 we'll, we'll get there, guy. We'll get there. Let's get through the movie first. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what did what? Okay. Before we get into, what did you think of the movie? I think it's a good action movie. There's a lot of bang bang shoot 'em up, bang bang. I do like the story, but I do. I can see your point where it's just two strips put into one. There's a lot of uh, like initials like uh navy intelligence or dea or fbi and you're trying to keep CIA and everything else, yeah. CIA and you're trying to keep everything together and like oh who's after who and why's after and i it kind of got convoluted uh i but again it's denzel washington people are going going to see it and i'm mark if you're not a denzel washington fan you're either a mark Wahlberg fan i but they definitely they, but they definitely gave denzel washington more to do in this movie he carried oh, the dramatic weight of this movie absolutely he it should be starring denzel washington and mark Wahlberg. because i mean they didn't even give denzel they didn't even give mark Wahlberg a love interest which i'm shocked no, i'm shocked you know the girl that was uh, the love interest with Denzel Washington? She was in Deja Vu with well, let, let's get to, Washington. Well, let, well, let's get to, so we'll get, well, let's get to her because I got a whole thing. So, uh, um, so 
So we open up. Um, we open up with uh, the train sequence where they're pulling up to the diner. Uh, best donuts in three counties, which is just a recurring thing over and over and right over, over and again. over. Um, and we get the the banter. We get uh, Denzel going into the bank. We get oh, the safe deposit box or trying to get a safe deposit box. Yep. Uh, we get back to the banter with the waitress, with the wink and all that stuff going on. Uh, they, you know, uh, set the alarm off, blow the blow the stove. I don't believe if you throw a lighter behind a a a grill, it would explode like that immediately. No, I agree with you. That was dramatized for Hollywood purposes. I'm like, bro, there was no gas over there. Like, I don't understand why it blew up so tremendously. No, I agree. Um, I'm thinking, why are you leaving a tip on the table anyway? It's going to get burnt up. Burned, basically. And so I was I, thinking, isn't that a waste of, waste of money? You might as well just go. God forbid somebody was in the back or something. Jeez. Um, so uh, we cut to... Uh, Oh, was it a week before or something? Yes. A week before. Um, which I feel like they put that in such small writing that I missed it the first time. I said, what the hell? What the hell just happened? Yeah, because um, you're thinking, oh, why is the bakery open? We just torched mm-hmm. it. And basically. then you have to go back and like, oh, oh, yeah, this is a week prior before that happens. So. Basically. Um, so we get to the, the Mexican compound. Um the distance of this was weird until they mentioned that the army base was in Corpus Christi, Texas. I had no idea where the American stuff was taking place. Right. They did not make that like, especially with like the weird accent that the main bad guy had. Where like, it was Southern, but it didn't feel Texas Southern. It felt like Louisiana Southern. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's the whole thing. Um, I know a I'm guy. Just, Right. Um, goes down, tries to make the, the, the deal with the money and the drugs, head in the bag. Um, come back up top. Maybe you want to add pulled over by uh Nope, wait, before that I wanted to say poor skinny Mexican guy, because when um uh, when Mark Wahlberg and this guy's about to walk away, the chubby guy is making fun of Mark Wahlberg. Mark goes, Oh word, shoots all the heads off the chickens, right? Takes the hot barrel of the gun and sticks it down the skinny guy's pants. That skinny guy did nothing wrong. He was just minding his business. He didn't even say nothing. He was That's chilling. Um, what do you think about how Mark Wahlberg talks in this movie? He's he's very slick. He's very fast talking. He's like, da, 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 da. He, he's, I feel like he's, he's on Adderall. They said, we don't care if you do the Boston accent or not. Do whatever you want to do. And he said, I'm going to be super positive and upbeat. And he's positive and upbeat the entire movie. Like, no matter what happens, he's like, yeah. You're my, and, you're my people, right? You're my people. I, I don't feel that he carried what I, I think they wanted him to be the more comedic of the two. But yes. I, to me, it was much more funnier when it was him trying to go off the rails and Denzel Watch be like, calm your ass down. Yes. That was that was the only time they got any kind of giggles out of me. What did you think of the wink he did? I was winking at the, the waitress. It was cool. I thought it'd come back to something, but it didn't. There was a lot of little yeah. breadcrumbs that, again, I feel like, I feel like would have been made it made it better if there was a lead in or a lead out of this movie. Yeah, like with the wink, I thought it was going to lead to something, or something was going to happen with it, or this is why he does this, or this is why he does that, and it doesn't didn't do anything at all. Um, so it, as you said, um, they they don't get the drugs, so they leave. 
Uh, they get pulled over. They go into the separate rooms. Um, I put here that border crossing. Um, um, I'm gonna. I'll say this right now, Robert. And I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you go off on everything you want to talk about. I gotta get this out, and I gotta let people know. Go on. Go on. Um, I have two amazing sisters that that raised me with my mother, of course. Okay. And I love them more than they'll ever know. And okay. I have a beautiful wife who is just the greatest thing that ever happened to me. And I would put all three in a goddamn wood chipper for one night with Paula Patton. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she was she was in uh, Deja Vu. She's been in a lot of things. I'm assuming that's how she got the role for this is Denzel Washington reached out to her and was like, hey, do this movie with us. I'll only do it if I get to show my titties. And she's, he's like, I guess if you gotta. I guess if you gotta. I, we'll, this we'll this movie, you say 100 minutes. This movie was three hours. And I say that yeah. because, because I paused the scene with her titties out and left that on my TV for like an hour and 15 minutes. Okay. Was that enough time for you? I just left it like, like I didn't even do nothing crazy. I left it there like wallpaper. It's just okay. like when I'm walking by, I'm yeah. making a sandwich or coming if around. I'm going to pause something out for an hour and 15 minutes I, of course i'm not gonna do anything crazy i'm yeah. i'm 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 just making sandwiches i'm doing i'm doing i'm folding laundry i'm just doing it's just it's just on the just tv doing me doing me no i got you um no, i think she's i think she's great too she was great in deja vu what other movies has she been in those these are the only two i can really say oh she was in this she was uh, in let me, i'll pull it up because she, she had a run around this time i'll say between like uh but i'll say between like 2009 to about 2015 she was she was in a lot of stuff so she was in this she was in um the mission impossible series oh that's right um she was in some of the some of the not straight to dvd but straight to netflix adam sandler stuff she was in uh hitch jump the room jump the broom baggage claim um about last night uh she was in a lot of stuff a well, lot of that stuff. makes me Had feel better because I was just like, oh, she doesn't really have a big list of things she's been in, but apparently I'm wrong. She, so she has a decent list. The, the, the issue that she is, okay, um, and this is not about looks, but just like it just seems to me like if you can't get Zoe Zeldana to do something, Paula Patton will do it. So like, oh, man, uh, Zoe Zeldana can't, can't do this movie because she's doing Avatar. Uh, well, we'll get Paula Patton to do Warcraft. Like it seems like she does those things, like whatever, like, oh, um, uh, Zoe Zodana's doing Guardians of the Galaxy. She can't do this. Get Paula Patton to be in an MI6. Like it just seems like that's how it's going. He has a very unique voice too. She I does. Like that. It's, it's um, but she, she she but she was married to 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 Robin Thicke for the longest. Just Paula oh, Patton. Really? Thicke. She was in the Lost Without Lost Without You video. The girl that's on the couch. I did and not know they, that. And then you know I don't know if it's because he cheated on her or because he stole all that music. But they had they had since divorced. Was was she? She wasn't in the blurred lines video, right? I think she, I think they had split up by then, or they were already on the outs by then. So she's not in that video now. Oh, you ever see the "Lost Without You"? Can't help myself. She's in. She's she's the girl on the couch and in the shower and whatnot. Oh no! I I I didn't even know that she was married to Robin Thicke until now. So this is all news to me. Yeah, I just, so like that, so, I so just knew it. she she was very cool in uh, Deja Vu with Denzel Washington, and I knew she was in this movie. She she did a lot of stuff. So just like I said, a fucking wood chipper. So let's go back for a second. Do you really think Robin think 
Thick intentionally stole all that music? Um. Okay. So. Okay. So. So. Okay. This is gonna be a long way roundabout stuff, and I like to do roundabout stuff. You know, I take tangents. There's. There's a episode of Living Single. If you remember the show Living Single from the nineties. Yes. yes. And uh, Khadija does, you know, Flavor Magazine, whatever. And um, her news, her new, her her music reporter says, "Hey, this big band has this wild song. I'm telling you, they stole it." And everybody's like, "No, they didn't. No, they didn't." Khadija fires him and everything because because like the, the the label is threatening to sue because he's slandering them. Eventually, at the end of the episode. He gets them to sit down. He's like, I'm going to play your song. And he plays the song. It's like this weird sounding, warp sounding song. He's like, first, I dropped out the vocals and just left the background. All right, now I'm going to speed it up a little bit. All right, and now I'm going to take out the treble. And then I realized none of that changes anything. So I just (laughs) played the record as it is backwards. And it was just fucking um, uh, Mandy by friggin' uh, this guy, friggin' um, uh, what's the dude named by uh? I know you. I know who you're talking about. But oh, Mandy, you oh, came Mandy. and you gave without. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it was it was that song, and they were caught. And I'm like, I feel like somebody got Robin Thicke in a room, and they did the exact same thing. Like I took the bass out, took out the treble, I flipped the hook, and then I just played it backwards, and it was just fucking Marvin Gaye. So <laughs> you think that's why his music career has died? Um, that and just changing times there was that good time in like the 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 mid 2010s where like if you were white and had a pompadour and could sing okay you were that dude so like him bieber uh the little jonas brother uh macklemore like all these niggas was on and then that just went away and it probably didn't help that in the tail end of that robin they got caught just stealing black people music so who knows isn't robin thick on the voice now is he still on there? I think I still think he's on the voice, so I still think he's doing well. He's getting voice money. Uh, and I think he I think he does small shows here and there. I still think he tours. No, I mean I'm not saying he's ruined. He's not friggin' Millie Vanilli or nothing, but but I mean, but I mean, but there was a documentary about Millie Vanilli as well. But that's for a later episode. Yeah, that's for a later episode. I love Millie Vanilli. Like that, like the, the whole story. That's hilarious. Um, uh, but I mean, it's weird, like, like, well, don't forget that his 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 father's Alan Thick of Growing right. Pain fame. So he was already in in Hollywood. I'm not saying he was a Nepo baby, but he already had connections itself. Right. And right. and also, and this is this is just me saying it as because this is a a racially driven podcast anyway. Yeah. Uh it's never been illegal to steal from a nigga in Hollywood. So you're not going to lose your career from stealing from a black person in Hollywood. It's happened uh, the entire time. Music's been a thing. Up teen times. No, I so, got it. You know, so it's, it's, I, I don't expect it to be bad. He still has name value. You know, I don't hate him. You know, so it's whatever to me. I feel like the general public doesn't hate Robin Thicke. I still think he could tour and be okay. Uh, they hated him a few years ago, but I think now nobody cares or knows or anything. Yeah, I remember this stuff moves fast. If you were right. like Blur, Blur Lines is from like what, like 2014 or something? And like, you know, people still bump that song now. I mean, I bet. So I mean, like, if you if 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 you're 10, you don't even know that song. So like I, like I said, I said my 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 I, I think I said it on this podcast too. I said, imagine when I was a kid and I and it's like 1992 and somebody's trying to show me Star Wars. I don't fucking want to see it. Just like I bet in you know uh 2028 and i'm like hey daughter 
let's let let me finally start showing you how the MCU started. And she goes, Shut up, I don't want to watch those old movies. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. So I mean, it's it's whatever. You can't it's hard to go back and hate somebody that you probably didn't listen to. And everybody knows that music is only made for people between the ages of like 12 and 16. So it really doesn't matter. Yeah. No, I agree. But anyway, back to the movie. Of course. Oh, back to the movie. Yeah. So um, we're in the hotel room and her titties are out. Uh, um, she, she reveals that, you know, she's been messing with some guy named Harvey, which is like a joke, I guess. Yeah. And, um, and you know, basically that, you know, they used to be together, but they're not together anymore. And then you can go and pick it up from there if you remember. So she was messing around with Harvey, aka uh, Harold, Harold, the the Navy guy that basically fucks everybody over. Pretty much. Um, now I'm gonna give you the same thing I said the last time. Okay, so so um, remember when we did, and this is a plug to go back to watch other episodes of this. If you haven't listened to other episodes of this show, when we did, let's be cops, and I said. Them introducing the uh, the big evil mafia Don slash congressman or whatever he was like was like one villain too many. Uh huh. I always felt like if you already have the the Mexican cartel drug lord guy, did you need the the CIA, the, the CIA, the CIA dude? Like, isn't that a step too? If, if you already had if you already had the Mexican drug cartel guy and James Marsden's Herald. Did you also need the CIA guy? That's where I feel like this might have been two different scripts because I feel like you, I feel like everything the CIA guy did, James Marsden character could have just been doing. Well, if if they didn't have the CIA guy, we wouldn't have uh, Bill Pattinson on this, and he, I feel like his character, at least for his character, was cool. I mean, he he was I mean, like. Yeah, have if, you ever played Russian roulette and always tried to do that dumb stuff? But but I mean okay, but 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 give me a reason he his character exists besides taking these two scripts and slapping something on top to smooth it over. Because honestly, it's like you could have easily done all of his parts, could have been split between James Marsden and the Mexican cartel leader, and it'd have been the exact same movie, except you'd have gave Mark Wahlberg something more to do. No, but I it, agree with you. So and I you, felt like it, it was like it was like we we need we need a bigger bad. I'm like you don't need a bigger bad. It's already like James Marsden. It's like it's like sorry you already got the Mexican cartel drug leader who has like eyes and ears everywhere and a thousand foot soldiers. And then you have James Marsden who has this like this crack team fucking splinter cell. They're just showing up and showing up and <laughs> showing up super duper stealthy and just killing everybody. I'm like bro, you didn't need somebody else. That's why you, that's why I believe you didn't even learn who the guys with the CIA person were. Because it was, it seems so tacked on that, right. like, oh, who are who are his seconds in command? Who cares? Right. So, did you like the part where Denzel Washington is in Mark Wahlberg's like um, apartment? He's like, oh, pick up the phone, pick up the phone, and he's like, if I co- wanted to, I could have popped you before you even got into the building. I did like that, and I like the 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 where where it just came on like. Pick up the phone. What are you doing there? I like that whole thing. I like the the situation. We're like, oh, all right, coming up. What are you gonna do? And he tried to sneak around him. It wasn't very realistic, but yeah, I'm like, yeah, all you guys realistically, are, uh, I was like, they did a flashbang. He would be on the ground. Right? Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, yo, he's at least fifty minimum, and these guys have like elite covert ops training. Like, I'm like, they'd have killed him pretty easily. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. So but it's, I'm like, it's still fun. Like um, you got to get out, and he he gets out, and then everybody starts running. No, this is definitely one of those movies where like it was made to have an amazing trailer. Yeah, because a lot of the general scenes taken at taken taken for what they're supposed to be are fucking ridiculous. Like it reminds skip, me of Four Brothers. It a, a little Brothers. bit, a little bit, but like skipping. Okay, that might be the movie. That that might be the movie that says, "Oh, he's a star." Maybe you forgot about Four Brothers. I did forget about Four Brothers. That was in two thousand five, and that. Could Nate, be- that could okay. be the movie that was when, like, did, when did fear hit fear was like in 1998 that was an older movie you're you're probably like, i'm not arguing against you being probably right i just i because i've i've never heard about this movie i don't feel like it it could be that like okay like when you go through the list the, the other imdbs of the other guys and you could yeah. pick out these movies like okay this is early in his career, and this is kind of where it started. You know, it's hard to do that for Mark Wahlberg with a movie that everybody goes, that's the movie. And I feel like Four Brothers could be, if you're like, what's, what's the first one movie you remember watching? It's probably going to be Four Brothers for most people. Right. No, I, I will ask. I'll ask Sammy what she thinks and get, get her opinion. Because was Fear a horror movie? Yeah, it was a suspense slash horror movie. I didn't, did, she might remember it because y'all probably talk about it. We will probably talk about it for the Boogeyman pod. But, but, but um, I mean, but ask you go, go, if you had to ask 10 people on the street, they're going to say that if they don't just say Transformers, which is like super late in his career. Or Transformers. But I feel like, but he was already, whoever Mark Wahlberg was going to be was already him by Transformers. Absolutely. Uh, I, think, I think Four Brothers is probably the one that was like, all right, this popped if, him up, brought him if, up to that level. If not that, then maybe Shooter. Maybe. Or, and Shooter. I thought, I thought that was a good movie. Shooter? That was suspenseful yeah. enough. That was, uh, it had uh, rigs in it as well. It sure did. It's all a connected universe. Um, yeah. So, I mean, uh, I mean, so, I mean, uh, skipping ahead, just, you know, separate storylines. Um, I love her, but I can't be with her. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go by myself gung ho and stop everybody. Oh, you can't do that. I'm going to tell this person they're going to help me out. And everybody goes to tell the, their commanding officer and every commanding officer just gets shot. So, right. um, trying to get on the base and he's like, Oh, I, I, I have a plan to, to get on the base. What's your plan? And he's like, Oh, fuck it. Let's go. Let's do that. You know, uh, I, Keep going. I feel like, uh, I feel like, uh, okay. So, okay. So the only bit of character I'll give this movie, cause I feel like, it wasn't a bad movie, but it wasn't super deep. It's just like they kept saying, like, hey, man, Denzel Washington loves nobody and nobody loves him. And I know so a when, guy. I know a guy. Yeah. So so when he gets into the, when he's at the commander's house and this guy has the Russian roulette gun to his knee and he completely just no sell like, well, you're going to do what you're going to do. I'm like, yep, that guy's ready to die. Like he is he is ready to meet his maker. He does not care what happens in this house. He's right, like, either right. I. Either, either, either I live or I get sweet release. One of the two happens. Right. Just like the doctor's office. The doctor was like, after, Mar- uh, after Denzel Washington was getting sewn up by the vet, mm. the difference between them is Mark or uh, uh, 
Denzel Washington was ready to go. He was like, I, I give no fucks about this. If you're going to do it, let's let's go ahead and pop this off. I love how the only proof the doctor needed that Denzel Washington was a cop is for him to quote his Miranda rights. And I'm like, that's it? You're not going to see a badge or nothing? Right. Oh, do you know how when you were trying to sell me this? He was like, I'm a DEA agent. If not, I'm going to I'm going to bust you. I was like, like, let me see your badge or let me call your boss or something like that. But he's like, he's like, I'm going to slam your head and I'm going to save the Miranda rights. And this lady's just like, just his nurse is just watching all this happen. Yes. I I think it's funny. Help me. When the doctor was getting shot, the, the, the nurse is just like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening. (laughs) <laughs> like I can, it's not like I can do anything about it, but I'm gonna watch this happen. You could have tried. Who knows, man? What is she um, gonna do? Rush in there and be like, "Choose me first, take me instead." It, it appears to me that everybody in this movie has a gun. I'm surprised she didn't have one. This yeah. whole this whole movie is based on the fact of you're gonna do what I say, or I'm gonna shoot you. Like that's the whole basis of everything in this movie. When Denzel Washington is uh walking in the desert. And the two guys pull up and they're like, we're the we're the enforcer of this here land unofficially. It, it like, felt, do you, do you want to see your papers? He's like, it, we need to see your papers. Uh, but, but OK, so here's my argument that this movie is two scripts put together because that bit felt like such an early 2000 situation, like coming off the heels of 9-11, uh, the the phobia of either Mexicans coming across the border or people attacking from the Middle East. Well, now we'll just let them in. So, yeah, yeah, I agree. But it it felt so weird. And and it even put my mind into the mindset of, okay, this is 2013. It still felt out of place in 2013. So I'm like, this felt like it should have been a much further back movie that just didn't get in there. And I bet you money, if you were able to track the people down for it, like, yeah, we kind of just took two scripts together and stapled them. Um, I'll take that also the fact that I felt like if you take Mark Wahlberg out of this movie and you give some of that time to the development of Paula Patton as a character. I wish she would have been better. Her death meant fucking nothing. Well, let, let me tell you, I rewatched this movie today and mm-hmm. it's more of a like I'm a shoot em up bang bang movie. Nothing is. Like iconic in this, like I can quote you scenes from Highlander that I've seen 10 years ago and I've seen this movie today and I'm I'm like, okay, I'm going through the plot in my head. So I think they kind of produce it that way. As kind I, of, this, was, this, was, this was a popcorn like, this was like I, I want to do an action movie where I don't have to do a whole lot of heavy lifting and it was like, I felt like, like you introduced Paula Patton, it's a weird introduction where okay, they're sleeping together, they might have a past, they met to somebody named Harvey, you put it together, oh, she's they're not together. She's sleeping with this guy. It's not like it's not like she was even cheating. Like she's 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 yeah, single. He, he knows about it. He's like, say hello to Harvey for me. So so why did that like hit her going, oh, I'm gonna get the money for myself, make her a bad enough person that her death is warranted? Like I'm like, I'm like, I like like it doesn't the the emotional gravity do. isn't there because I like don't know she, enough about her to care. When she's at the gangster's house, right? And he's like Oh, they're not going to come back because the only reason the gangster let them go was because the CIA was like, I want my money back. And if it wasn't for the CIA intervening, intervening, he would have killed them out with his bull. 
hundred percent that. And then like, I feel like they didn't, they didn't stress enough. And this is me looking back on it, thinking about, it. Oh, okay. Like, like her, her, her situation in this movie was so inconsequential that I completely forgot the thread of, Oh, that's why she wasn't there with the police at three Oh five. Cause she wanted them to get away with the money so that the money could get taken from them. Like I had to think about exactly. this in retrospect. It was not, tell me you thought about that while watching the movie. Yeah, she wanted. You did, or did well, you think about No, that? I had to go back and think about it. Is she was like, "Be there at three oh five when they're robbing the bank, trying to get he, the money." And he looks at like, stop me at three oh five. The reason why she wasn't there is because she wanted him to rob the bank. And then when he met up with her, she lied to him. She was like, "You went early," or said him. She said some kind of bullshit that he bought, and I'm surprised he even did that. Well, I don't think he did. I think that's kind of was supposed to lead into when they're in the car and he's kind of like, oh, she she's snitching out here. She's doing dirty. And like when they bring the. The mafia guy, the drug lord to her house and then everybody convenes at her house, Paula's house. Well, that's who we're talking about. And, you know, I say a movie gets one miracle. You get one miracle per movie. The one miracle I'll give this movie you know, there's a whole lot of times people should have been shot a whole lot more, is that coincidentally, wherever they were at that they got the drug lord from, they were obviously close enough to get to her house. Yes. If, if they would have went to any other location, the entire second half of this movie is completely different. Yes. If they would have been like, oh, here's an abandoned building over here. Let's just oh. do this. Oh, my word. Oh, some girl I used to bang used to live over here. Anything else that happens is a complete. So that's your one miracle. You get one miracle per movie. One thing that goes, this has to happen no matter how insensical it is for the plot to continue to move. So when Mark Wahlberg gave the money to his commanding officer and then they met up. The girl and um, Paula and uh, the commanding officer met up at that dingy hotel and ditched the money there because that's where Denzel Washington finds the money. Yeah, because but he he even met. I, I mean, I don't I don't know. He, I mean, he went back I, I guess, to the same hotel. Yeah, I guess you're supposed to go. Oh, if she's banging me in here, she's banging Harold here because this entire movie takes place within like four city blocks besides in Mexico. And see, and my, so, point, my point is, is I'm just like, when I was watching the movie, I was like, how did he know that that was going to be in here? And that was a kind of a stretch. I guess it I was. Like that was the, kind of a stretch for the audience. I mean, he brings it up when he's, when he's, when he's out on the naval base and he has him at gunpoint and he's like, open the safe. You ever been to the, you know, Moonlight Hotel or whatever it is? And then this guy kind of hesitates for a second. But okay. it's so, but it's so small, so inconsequential, so unbuilt up, right? That it's like, oh, nobody cares. Like, like a lot of stuff. I'm a lot of I'm thinking about as of right now as we're discussing it after the fact. It didn't play a role in the movie as I'm watching it. Right now, it makes more sense when he's like, oh, have you been to here? But while watching, there's so much going on. They don't really point it out. Like, oh yeah, that's a big plot point. We how do you get back? Out. How do you get back into that room? I think he had to break in. Or rather, if he was a DEA agent, he's a DEA agent. He could show his badge to the front people and be like, hey, I need to get into this room. 
I, I mean, I would have rather seen that than them argue about which car to drive for seven minutes. Yes. No, I agree. So, I mean, it, it was, and, and I'm going to tell you right now, man, I've, I've seen windows get smashed in. You're not just hitting that with your elbow on some cool guy stuff and then glass is shattering like that. Right. No, I agree with you. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was, it was solid. We'll move, we'll move a little forward to when they find out that there's nothing on the naval base and the admiral won't help Mark Wahlberg because the government's going to wipe their hands of it, which 100% is true. And I believe 100% that's how that shit would go down. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, uh, I, and I believe that only because of the fact that something that happened today where um, from my job, I got an email and email's like, oh, man, we're starting this thing called, you know, uh, caring closet. And it's basically to to for for donations co- to collect donations of of uh, of food, clothes and toys for employees um, that are um, out here struggling, basically. And I'm like, wait. Why? But 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 you're the company who pays them. Why don't you just look like? Well, yeah. Why don't you? Why don't you? Why don't you just just increase the wages? And then I got a. And I'm like, I'm not gonna say that because I'm gonna get a letter from HR talking about nigga, you trying to beat the matrix here. I'm gonna need you to go 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 clean out your desk. Like I'm like, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna, take, I'm not gonna take the risk here. But I'm like, but so I believe 100. If you come to the admiral, and he's like, look. They did this, and this is what's happening right now. He'd be like, well, both of you guys are dead to me, and I don't care. My hands are clean. Yeah, I didn't do shit. Get the fuck off the base. Basically. So, I mean, that's great. Um, I, I, I put up that the greatest wheel man in the history of cinema is Mark Wahlberg, where you're able to come down a street completely silent and whip your car in a full 360 and destroy the Mexican dude that was the bodyguard of the of the main boss when on yes. that suburban street. Yes. Do you? I love it how he's uh, using the 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 revolver he got from the the kids in the desert. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, like they're in their Paula's apartment, and he's like, "Oh, we'll go on three. How many bullets do you think he actually had in that gun? Maybe three. Maybe we'll go on three. One, two, three. He shoots, 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 and then he's out. Well, you know? let's say let's say they were like, "How are all these military guys getting whooped out by one dude who had the same training and can't hit the broadside of a barn?" Right. For some military guys that can't even shoot out a window, with with the element of surprise. Yes, you're just like, "What the fuck is going on here?" So I'm like, "Y'all niggas is 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 is." You guys got to go so- back to target practice, basically. So. That's fine. Um, the the little key exchange, we're like, oh, I'm gonna shoot you if you don't give me the keys. We just get him out of my pants. That was cute. Yeah, that yeah. was. That was cute. That was. Um, and then so, that um, but just to kind of skip closer to the end here, um, I I didn't understand, like, they just didn't make me feel enough for Paula Patton for me to care when she was like, I'm gonna sacrifice. Just like it wasn't even a sacrifice. Just go. It, Just go. Just go. It it, it it didn't even it, it wasn't even to buy anybody more time. I guess maybe it was like, oh well now he has no reason to come back. Right. But it still was like, I don't I don't care. Like, oh, it's sad that, you know She died, but you know, they didn't do enough character development on her to be like It was okay, more like, oh I'm why I'm should sad. I care? I'm sad she won't be naked in another scene, but I'm like nothing else. <laughs> but I'll I'll give him this the best the best choice. I, I don't know if it was in the script or the director made this choice. 
But to have them bring her dead body all the way back to Texas and yeah. have it waiting for him in his apartment was the was mwah, the best part of the entire movie. Like the best, yeah. the best part of the of the cinematics of the movie was just you, he doesn't say anything. He just sees it and just sits outside on the fucking on the fucking fire escape. That's like waking up with a horse head in your bed. We're going back yeah. to the Godfather right here. That's that's where that's where that's at. So I mean, it was it was it was solid stuff. It's just overall the movie was was a film that happened. What did you think about like when uh, they're convening and they're like, "Oh, I promise." So they're they're in Mexico. Mark Wahlberg is like, "Oh, I have your money in my car, but I promised it to him." So the the army shows up or the navy shows up and then the then the CIA roll show up and they're like who who has my 42 million dollars you better come the fuck over right uh, it, and then uh, he then he rolls in with the the car the Chevy 64 mm-hmm. and then the, he's like oh you the CIA is like you can go not giving a fuck about uh, the cartel and the, the Navy being like, wait a minute, we can't let these people go. And they just seem like, okay, we're going to go, you know? Um, it Like I said, it seemed as though, like you like that sequence, I know they wanted a whole lot of bad guys and a whole lot of shoot them up with the money's floating in the air. Cool guys. Okay, whatever. But it just goes to show that there was one too many villains when it's like, you promised it to him, you promised it to him. You probably like, it was like, okay, you really could have just done this where it's a Mexican standoff. Between yes. where it's where it's just the the navy on one side, the drug cartel on the other, and our two heroes in the middle. You didn't yes. need the, the third thing. And I think it'd have been more gangster if you had had um if you had, had uh James Marsden's men already on the ground with the sniper on the roof, and he shows up in the Apache helicopter and then gives his whole spiel about like my guy on the roof says 60-40, like that whole thing. No, I agree with that. Here's another part. And when they're originally scoping out the drug lord's house in Mark Wahlberg's car, and they're watching him look at the his son the, and everything. And the wife and the, the, wife. And the mistress. They know the mistress. How? Oh. Yeah, the the mistress. How the fuck did the dr- the drug cartel leader not see them sitting right in front of his house? It was a very very suspicious car. So you're right. And exactly. Very inconspicuous car. Like. If you're going to do that, why don't you be in a Honda Civic or something? But you're in a fucking muscle car. And then when you started it, it was like, like the Fast and Furious over here. Well, well, that's that. Well, they explain that with the seven minute car argument where where he says, I don't I don't ride in Honda Civics. No, I agree with that. I I, I know that. But I'm just like, it would be more it would be more inconspicuous to go undercover or incognito. When you're chasing a bad guy, but no, you want to show up in a muscle car and sit right in front of his house. So when he comes out his porch, he sees you. But he plays it off like, oh, bye, son. Go to go to school. You know? No, you're 100 percent right. I mean, but I mean, he wasn't he wasn't worried about it because everybody had his back. Uh, Like I said before, I think it was just adding another middleman. Yeah, the whole like. Who, whose money is it? It's not my money. Uh, I have to pay the CIA. 
So they I, let me use their planes and they don't I arrest me. Thoroughly, thoroughly think that happens. The CIA takes money out of the drug cartels. I think they siphoned some money or don't you believe that they could have some sort of arrangement with these big drug cartels? Oh, you mean, do I believe that that something like this is occurring? hundred percent. Absolutely. I mean, uh, with freeway, Rick Ross, the real one, he was selling Coke for the government in LA. I believe it, hundred percent. Uh, that's how they flooded. That's how they flooded uh, crack into the ghettos. I believe hundred percent. Hundred percent. I believe like, some sort some, of this could be true. Somebody said, "Look, man, we can't stop them. We might as well tax them." And that's how it's just going. Yep. And I think that's going on today. Look, we can't stop you, but look, you're damn near going to give us our seven percent, or we're going to bring the hell fire of God down to you and fuck so, y'all. I'm saying, or they just cut it off because I don't think anybody, I don't think any other country in the world is paying the drug prices that America's paying. No, no. No, I agree. So well, I mean, when uh, he's like, when they're shooting everybody and, Mar- and uh, uh, Denzel Washington's like, you're still my guy, right? And he's like, yeah, but this doesn't, it make, I'm not longer your guy. Now we're family. What did you think about that? Bleh. Just kiss already. Yeah, they had kind of heard their bromance kind of evolved fairly uh, quickly. And, and I feel like this whole thing, this whole thing could have been take like, like, okay, I know that both of them had orders to double cross the other one. Yes. But this movie, if, if when, if either before or what, no, it has to be after, okay. So after Mark Wahlberg shoots Denzel and sees the badge, if he goes, oh man, by the way, I'm naval police. The, this the, movie's uh, twenty. This, this movie's twenty-seven minutes long. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like that, that, that's the end of the movie. Like, the movie's twenty-seven minutes. Like, oh, okay. Well, we have all this money. What should we do? And they go, oh, we could just bounce. Okay, and it's just Laverne and Shirley after that. Like that's what the shit is. Right. Tell me, Louise. I'm sorry. With uh, forty-two million dollars, yeah, I think I'd be bouncing. No, I, no, no. Say the say the exact amount. Forty-two. Point one two five million. Yes, I would be uh doing like faking my own death so the cartel and the government didn't come after me and I'd be gone. You know, hey, Marvin, so, died yes. the, Marvin died on the toilet like Elvis. That shit. No, I agree. So, where do you rank this movie at between Murtaugh? How Lethal Weapon was? How what, what, what was the movie we did that we're like, eh. Uh, it was. We've done. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna say. Uh, it's not. Isn't. Uh, okay. I'm gonna revamp. I'm gonna revamp it right now. You. If you take. If you take out. If you take out the the neuralizer, I'm gonna argue that the epitome of buddy cop. You know, two different backgrounds, black and white, is gonna be Agent K and Agent J from Men in Black. Okay. And that's only because when you go through the movies itself, if we're adding in sequels and stuff, like Jay, Jay meets K in the past, uh, Jay brings K back into the MIB, Jay finds out that K knew his dad, all this other nonsense that happens. Yeah. Uh, Riggs and Murtaugh are close, but they're not super close at the end of Lethal Weapon 1. If we ever get to Lethal Weapon fucking 3, there's a whole different ballgame. 
Okay. Um, I'm going to put Bobby and I forgot Mark Wahlberg's name. Uh, but Bobby Beans and Mark Wahlberg's character, I'm going to put them. They're they're closer than Miggs, than Riggs and Murtaugh, but not as close as. And I'm gonna put Miller the Road is uh, is Let's Be Cops. So we've done Men in Black. We've done Let's Be Cops and Lethal Weapon. So to me, it's like a num at a ten is Men in Black, right? At a at a three is Lethal Weapon. And at like a six is let's be cops. I'm putting oh. this friendship, and this is not the movie. This is just the friendship. I'm right. putting the friendship at the end of the movie at like uh, a, probably five. I, I would say a, I'm gonna say a three and three quarters. Okay, three. Uh, my I argument think is it's because stronger for Mark Wahlberg's character than it is Denzel Washington's character. But I, I also gotta put in the fact that I feel that you. That that in none of these other movies so far we've covered, one person has not shot the other. You're true. So and even but, if, Denzel even Washington if, does get his revenge at the end. Yep. So even if, even if you are best friends afterwards, there's always that yo he did shoot me that one time. <laughs> yes, he did. He Denzel Washington brought that up several times. Other than shooting me, basically. Well, so that was the only running joke through, and besides the whole. That don't, that all that that, that actually that, uh, alluded to something. That, you ever you ever heard of the saying? You don't rob a bank. You don't rob a bank. Uh, next door to the bet to the diner with the best donuts in three counties. And exactly. I was like, Jesus, that is not a clever, long winded thing to say. Right. That's very convoluted and uh, lengthy. I, I, I got I got mad. I got legit mad when they tried to make it a real thing. When like Mark what when 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 uh when Denzel Washington says it, and then after the bank robbery. The CIA agent says it, and I'm like, that's not a fucking real saying. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Shut the fuck up. No, I got you. Stop trying to make that a real thing. Um, yeah. Robert, yeah. Um, podcast without this, are you ever watching this movie again? Uh, it, I like to pop it on when I'm like editing or something, when I need something noise in the background, because I've already seen it. But would I actually sit down and Devolved my attention to it? Probably not. Have you? How many times have you seen this movie before we before this podcast? Um, probably three times. Really? Yeah, because I I, I saw it in theaters. And saw the theaters. It was just, you know, something to put on. I needed something to put on when I'm editing, and it happened to be there. It was on Netflix. Where did you watch this at? Fucking Tubi. That's all the places at now. I had to. I rented it off of. Uh, Apple, you're wild. I said two ninety nine. I'm gonna go download Tubi for free. No, I should. Did you have ads in it? Uh, it wasn't a whole lot. I'll say probably like if I if, if the movie's like an hour and what thirty minutes or so, I'll say it probably this out of that it was probably like four minutes of five minutes of ads. It wasn't too prolonged. Okay. And it's, and it was, oh. it's not one, it's not one of those movies that has you on the edge of your seat. So it's like a commercial. It's like, oh, I'm gonna go check my phone because it's like whatever. No, no, absolutely. Were the were the ads cool in it? This is generic ad. Like, remember, like you ever you ever watched um, old Hulu when it didn't have when it wasn't yeah. ad free? Kind of like that, where it's like, oh, 
this car insurance or oh this dental procedure it wasn't nothing 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 crazy what do you think of tubi i don't know this is my first time using it i use it for them i didn't really even explore it but i i but looking up i saw from what i can understand it is it is and uh, how about this? i don't know a better way to put it but it looks like a trash can and i don't mean as in like it's terrible i mean more like there's everything in it like it's like if it's if it's if it's, and I know you can't see my hands, but imagine your hand is as high as it goes. If it's up here, it's on there. If it's so, on the fucking ground, it's on there. So, do you know what major studio owns Tubi? I think you've told me this before, but go ahead. It's Fox. You mean Disney? Well, now it's now it's <laughs> Disney, but yes. Uh, the joke. The joke Fox. is always. The joke is always like, if you got a crappy movie, Tubi will probably buy it. And like I'll I'll be watching on like YouTube and net and like Facebook and stuff and those are like the Facebook shorts and stuff like that. And there'll be clips of of just terrible, terrible Tubi movies. Like they look like OIF stats. No, right? I'm and just I'm like, okay. some of the stuff I'm just like, oh my God, who let this on here? So I'm like, if like if like they, like instead of having like they don't like like okay, so you remember what like they had Space Jam, and then you remember for the longest time in the red box they had like Thunderstruck. Which was yes. like, I guess, like some kid turns into like Kevin Durant. Yes. Like those levels of movies are on Tubi. <laughs> so that's why I was shocked. I'm like, oh, this this like blockbuster movie was on fucking Tubi. All right, I'm not gonna look at a free gift horse in the mouth. But I but I haven't had time to explore it yet. Wasn't you? Wasn't it you that says Tubi's uh funded by like drug money? Oh yeah, people launder money through Tubi, hundred percent. That's like, you. Th- yeah, that's what you're saying. I gotta watch this money. We're gonna make a show. We're gonna make a make a film, and it's like you remember those 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 old Jay Z movies, uh-huh. like uh, like State Property it's and stuff. State Property, yeah. If State, if State Property was made today, it would be on fucking Tubi. Absolutely, State Property actually made like two hundred million. Like it was a franchise, and well, for you're what, right. I, but, for but, what but, it but, was, it blows my mind because I'm just like it's so garbage. But, but it's it was worth okay, like two hundred million dollars. Bro, it's the OnlyFans effect, except without nudity. It's like, yo, if the right person's in it, people yeah. will pay for it. And you're like, why are you doing this? So I mean, I'm like, you have like Memphis Bleak in there. You have yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the uh, old Rockefeller freeway, freeway. Uh, everybody, everybody, Autumn Philly, New York, Jersey dudes is in there. And 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 like, I watch it for nostalgia. Like, say me where, where, where like if I'm chilling somewhere randomly and like the beef DVD is on, I'm like, okay, I'll check it out. I'll watch it. I do like beef. Those um, but 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 like for but if but I know for a fact if they may stay property today, same people, same level of popularity and everything, but it came out today, it'd be on Tubi. Absolutely. Absolutely. Chilling. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, last thing I want to bring up because I know you want to talk about some talk about streaming services real quick. How do you feel about when I said I thought it was a couple different shows? But HBO legitimately is like, yo, I'm going to spread my legs. Netflix, do whatever you want to me. And they have all the justice, all the friggin' DC movies are now on Netflix. Like, oh, you can blame Warner Media for that. They're giving bro, up all their crown jewels away to Netflix. And it bothers the fuck out of me. I mean, yeah, Netflix has a stronger hold, but you're giving away. I, I'm waiting for the day that they give Sopranos to netflix and then that's the day i will cancel max i'm telling you this man Nef- I, I, by this time next year max will be nothing but 
a few Cartoon Network shows. Absolutely. Pro- Property Brothers and Shark Week. That'll be the and end. The of reason it. why is because Warner Media is so much in debt because of the their deal with uh, AT and T. They tried to get they had to get out of it, but they had to pay billions of dollars to do that. And now the studio is strapped for cash. And what they're doing for cash now is they're licensing their premium fucking content to Netflix. The question is, uh, do you think this will come back and bite them in the behind? Yes. Like it, like it did for Marvel in the late 80s, early 90s, when they gave away all of their top tier lunchbox superheroes to all these other studios so that when they decided, oh, we can make our own studio now, and they had to use C and D list guys like Captain America and Iron Man. I do. But here's the thing. They are doing a reboot. So they are going to start the franchise over, but they still make money. This, this IP is still profitable for today. And what they do today will affect tomorrow. So, yes, I think it's going to bite Warner Media in the ass for this 100%. It's crazy. That's insane. I mean, they've given it just blows my mind. The only real like HBO is profitable, but that's a subcategory. That department is profitable. Max is not profitable. I mean, they're I mean, what do you think the whole thing of them having a CNN and doing sports now? Oh, I, I don't know if that's a situation of, OK, we're trying to throw everything at the wall. Or it's kind of like the CW where like everybody's doing sports and sports recap shows because it was strike proof. Yeah. So it's like, oh, well, we could just license the NFL um, and like they're like they're going to do like inside the NFL on on CW. But no sports are actually on CW, so it doesn't make any sense. But it, they don't have a, a lot for their um, their spring lineup. So that's what they're going to do. And I mean, live sports has always been something that is like I put it like it's. It's recession proof. It's streaming proof. Like there's no plus sevens for football games because you know people don't watch football games so far after the fact. Do you know why Amer- why athletes want to come over here and play sports like in our professional sporting leagues? Besides soccer players, but yeah, go ahead. Because the way uh, licensing is for television rights, they get paid because of the over exorbitant fees that networks have to pay to like the NFL or the NBA and the league can afford to pay players because of these fees. Yeah, Everybody is, Oh, let's go play for the United States because we, we pay an arm and a leg for this stuff. I mean, it kind of goes back to Bob Iger and Disney. What are they going to do about ESPN? Because to acquire rights for streaming is getting more and more expensive and you're just like what are what are we going to do you have to pay this year we were paying a million dollars for this con the same content this year we're paying a million dollars for it next year we're paying two million for it i mean there is a bleed i mean there's a reason why like espn just shows monday night football and the rest of it's like bowling and women's tennis. Like, like they got to get the cheaper stuff. Um, I mean, I mean, I mean, it, 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 it is what it is. I mean, I, I'm not a huge. I'm. Uh, I shouldn't say this. I'm. I think it's weird and not bad, but just weird to me when I see live sports on a streaming site. Like when they do like 
for example, like most of the NBA um, midseason tournament was on HBO Max. Okay. And I was like, this is this is peculiar. Um, I it seemed like a good short term, but in the grand scheme of things, like nobody's going to go back and go, oh, uh, you know what? remember that game three years ago that the heat played against friggin you know the bulls and right. blah, 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 like nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna go back to watch it. i don't even i don't even know if it's archived in there right it's not like the wwf where you can go back and watch every episode on peacock and, and, and there's a, like, there's a reason for that but nobody's going Match. back and like you know what, man i've never seen i've never seen you know the the five games of the of the 1998 western conference final which i'm shocked there is, and maybe there is, there's not a huge streaming service that just has that. Right. Like, even if it's a small version, like, okay, we have every game, every NBA um, game seven. Like, every get, every championship game we have. Because there's weirdos who will go back and watch that. I can see myself going, you know what? I'd watch the, the 1999 dunk contest in the background as I'm doing something. Yeah, or... Uh- a game where Jordan was involved when he was playing. I'm saying like, oh man, you know what? I'm gonna watch Shaq's debut game today, like something like that. I mean, it's probably somewhere, but I, it's not something that I know where it is readily available. And but to acquire those rights would be crazy expensive. But it's just sitting on a VHS somewhere, dusty as hell. Absolutely, I agree. I agree, a hundred percent. I wonder where that stuff is. It makes you want to. It should have been like, oh, we're, we should have kept this. When these games were out, so but then the thing where it's like where that that VHS thing where like oh man uh uh well remember the the rule where they say in front of every game where like oh um repurpose or or reproduction yeah. of this game is da 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 FBI and everything like that yeah I'm saying I'm like I don't need I don't need that stress bro I don't need to get sued by the NBA I don't need that oh no I think they'd send you a cease and desist letter first before they actually sued you nah man I'd want to get sued because that that looks cool I think getting oh, a letter. Yeah. I feel like getting a getting us uh, even getting the season desist letter from the NBA is something I probably put right on my wall because it'd be kind of cool. I, I would keep it and then I would stop and be like, "Oh no, I'd stop." But but it's like you could have Jordan's Jordan's shoes from the last game he played and all this stuff like that. But a season desist from the NBA—that's some rarefied merch. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I want to see David Stern's autograph on that. Yeah, the commissioner. That's pretty funny. So um, final thoughts on the movie? Final thoughts is just, it's kind of a fluff piece. I mean, it's entertaining when you watch it. It's entertaining to have something on in the background, but it's not really rememberable at all. Like, like, like if you, you can see yourself forgetting you've seen it. Oh yeah. Like I can tell you parts about lethal weapon easier than I can tell you parts about today's movie. Because that lethal weapon is more iconic. It's more nostalgic. At least it all just takes place in in downtown L.A. This yeah. movie bounces between, I'm assuming, southern Texas and northern Mexico so yeah. much. I didn't even need the whole sequence of them trekking to get through the border. I'm like, just show me them getting out of need. I didn't need to see all right. that. Right. Absolutely. You're like, no, you have to go the same way my people go. I'm like, okay, you could have, you, you know, I didn't need the whole guy about to drown. This dude saved him. Like, I already know he's a good guy. I'm already rooting for Denzel Washington. Why does it matter if he saved him? For time, it added more time in the in the picture, so they can be like, "All right, we're at this. We're at 109 minutes. We can we can make this. We can produce." Then, then for that, you should have gave me more friggin' more friggin' of uh, character of, uh, development. 
or more James Marsden just being a dick. I wanted to like, 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 like they, they underdeveloped some of these guys so much that when people were attacking houses, I'm like, okay, I gotta, I gotta see what they're wearing. Cause I have no idea who the fuck's attacking. You're right. Absolutely. Like, I didn't even know when he's like, when he's like, Oh, the guys are coming up. You want to know people I was waiting on. I'm like, are those, who are those? Are those more cartel guys? And then he's like, Oh, those are your military buddies. Oh, okay. Gotcha. No, I wanted to see more of the, he kept bringing up like, Oh, he turned my best friends against me. My best friends are hunting me. I've seen you interact with this nigga one time and you told him you got a turkey burger for him with extra sauce on it. That's it. Clearly, they're not your best friends. They turn that quick. Yeah. Fast. What, a, what, are, he, your, what are your final thoughts? Um, Paula Patton should do more roles. Yes. With her shirt, with her shirt off. With more, with more backstory. Um, you seen Deja Vu? With Denzel Washington once, but but ironically, because of the name of the movie, I forgot I ever saw it. Well, you should um, definitely check that out. You see your boobs in that as well. And then um, outside of that, I mean, I want to see Denzel just do more comedy. Really, I really like. I'm not saying he has a slip on a banana peel, but I'd love to see. <laughs> I think I think the like for example the character of the Equalizer. I think it would be so much funny if he's just like somebody's uncle, and like. And like one of the young guys tried to try, like, man, I ain't messing with Uncle Willie, bro. You better quit playing, mess with Uncle Willie. And he just completely just whoops this dude out. He's like, oh, y'all forgot Uncle Willie was in a training. He ain't never been, he ain't never been the same since since Desert Storm, like that kind of. Have you like, seen the Equalizer? Like all I of them. I saw the first two. I haven't seen the third one. They're actually pretty good. I do they like. They are, them. but 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 I'm sick of Hollywood saying, "How old are you? All right, I'm gonna have you beat up a small country." Yes. No, you know, I kind agree. of like I, for me to believe that Liam Neeson and Denzel Washington can just take on armies by themselves is wearing a little thin. Then Charlize Theron does it. Then Ben Affleck does it. John Wick's been doing it for forever. I'm like, all right, I get it. No, I get you. So, what do you want to watch next? That's on you, man. It's your turn to pick. It's my turn to but, pick. But, but I, I think you haven't dug deep enough because I got a I got a money saying that you would have never thought about two guns. No, you're right. I will. Uh, I will think of it. I wanted to do trading places, but that might be not too too deep. So I will keep you posted. I mean, we could do Pulp Fiction. Mm, I mean, it's up to you. I'll keep you posted. Let me know. Uh, you guys take it easy and be safe. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you like this, please check out our other episodes. Please like, subscribe. Give us a thumbs up. People keep asking about the show at the conventions we go to. I get a lot of, I get a lot of feedback saying, oh, it's great. It's great. You and Marvin uh, have good chemistry. So one of these days we'll, we'll do a live one. We'll figure yes, out something. I'll bring, we'll bring you out. Take it easy. And, and don't forget, um, never rob a bank uh, next door. Wait, never rob a bank across the street from a bakery that serves the best donuts in three counties. <laughs> and that's facts. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to The Partner Complex. This has been a production of the Limitless Broadcasting Network. Hosts of the show are Robert Brooksby and Marvin Ellis. The Partner Complex is edited by Samantha Brooksby. And to find out more information about the Partner Complex, please check out their Instagram, at the Partner Complex. This has been a production of Limitless Broadcasting Network.